got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about alien encounters. Amelia, uh, an alien visited you on New Year's Eve, is that right? Yes, uh, I was having a nice drink by myself in my house and I was partying the night alone and I had had a few whiskies by that point mm. um, and then I said, oh, it's getting a bit chilly. I'll go up to my bedroom and grab my house coat yes. or my dressing gown, whatever. Now, do you normally drink alone on New Year's Eve? Yes. No um, friends or loved ones to spend no, with? No, they've all died. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, what age are you? 98. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I went up to get my dressing gown and I put it on me. And by Jesus, I saw an alien in the wardrobe. Okay. What did it look like? It was green. Mm-hmm. And it had two googly eyes looking yeah. at me. Yeah. And it was slivering like a little snake. Okay. So and the reptilian, was, yeah. Yes. And it was luminous, almost like, uh, you know, when the Simpsons, Homer Simpson, he works with those luminous chemical uh, uh, yolks. Yes. Uh, radioactive isotopes. Radioactive. Yeah. Uh, that is. So yes. the alien was glowing. It had like a fluorescent glow. Yes. Radioactive. It hurt my eyes so much that I fell back onto my bed. Because I just couldn't even look at it. Yeah. Um, so I closed the wardrobe and I rang the alien helpline. Oh, I didn't know there was an alien helpline. Yes. Okay. I seen it in the newspaper. P- prior to this, you, you had seen it? Yes. Okay. I read the newspaper every morning and I just so happened to stumble upon a helpline that morning. Okay. So I thought, well, I'll, I had cut it out yes. and put it on the fridge in case I'd encountered with an alien. Yeah. And I did. There on you New go. Year's Eve. That's mad. And uh, what did they say when you called them? Well, um, I was on hold for about 20 minutes, um, which surprised me because I didn't think I'd be waiting that long. You know, I didn't think it happened to everyone. So then when I got through to It was New Year's Eve, so... Right. They were probably understaffed or whatever. Working from home, yeah, maybe, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so I asked them, I said, but there's an alien in my wardrobe. What will I do? Mm. And they said to make some soup and pour it over the alien. Really? Yes, Uh, apparently it melts them back up into wherever they came from. Right. And they hate hot liquids. Right, he couldn't just use boiling water, it had to be a soup. It had to be soup. I don't know what that's about. Soup had to have some sort of flavour in it, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it it was kind of a, I I was in a rush, I was sweating. Uh, So then I took off the dressing gown, I ran downstairs um, and I made a vegetable soup and I was stirring it and stirring it and then I came back up to find not one, but five aliens now in the wardrobe. Five? Yes. They must have been quite small, were they? Or are they just squashed yes, in? Yes, they were small, like little minions, minions in my wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went down and made some more soup because they didn't have enough to get rid oh. of them. <laughs> yes. And I ran up and fed them all the soup, but they seemed to really enjoy it. Well, yeah, you, were, you weren't supposed to feed them. You were supposed to pour it over their heads, remember? Oh, yeah, right. Um, oh, I really F this situation up. I poured it into their mouth. Ugh, they probably liked that. Yeah, they did say yummy, 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 yeah. more, more, more. Um, and then they actually grew bigger. There were no longer minions. They were like almost like, I don't know, Mike and Sully from 
uh, Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah. They were. Um, well, they're they're very different in size themselves. So they're more there was like variety. Mice. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had changed. They had yeah, grown yeah. into their own uh, yeah, personal, yeah, alien, individual, distinctive, distinctive alien sizes. Different, yeah. not the same. Um, sure, all those words. All those words. Um, so by then, I kind of said, "Well, I am alone." And they are kind of cute, so why don't we all come down and watch a movie? <laughs> okay. Um, were they up for that? Yes. Uh, they wanted to watch Apocalypse Now. I've oh, never seen so, it. Hang on. Were they able to speak English? How did they communicate with you? Um, they actually wrote it uh, <sighs> with their slime on the walls. On the walls? They couldn't, yeah, they could smile. They could kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. make shapes with their eyes, you know, kind of wink at me and yeah. look happy. Uh, but so they, uh, they, they wrote in slime on the wall just Apocalypse Now? Apocalypse Now. Now, were you worried at all that that might be a threat and not the name of a movie? Well, I had seen it. Uh, RT were playing it oh, for the big, it big was movie on. that oh, okay. night. Yeah, well, um, so thank God you knew that because I would have found that quite threatening if Aliens wrote Apocalypse Now exactly, on the wall. Exactly, and there was a TV guide in the wardrobe, so I said, well, I just put two and two that. together. They seen said that. it was on tonight, so they said Apocalypse Now. So yeah. I said, well, come on down. Yeah. Um, but sure, I didn't even see the film because they kept wanting to eat the soup. So I just made more soup, more soup, more soup. And by this time, I'm sweating so much, I took off my nice dress. So I'm on, I'm in the nip in the kitchen making so much soup. Yeah. I ran out of soup, the packets of Nora. So I had to make fresh soup fresh with soup, the vegetables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, That's a lot. A lot this of effort. was not the New Year's Eve no. I intended. I just wanted a yeah. few whiskeys by the telly and fall asleep sure. with the fire on. Yeah. And what happened then? Like the next day, were they gone or? The next day I woke up and they were all in the bed with me. Okay. And. Had anything happened? What do you mean? Um, <laughs> like sexually? God, no. Okay, sorry. No, no, sorry, no. Sorry, this is... I'm a nun. I've never been You're a into nun? that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that, sister. Um, I had woke up and they had leached on to me. Um, so, and I actually couldn't take them off. I got a knife. I got an even sharper knife and I couldn't actually get them off me. So I'm sitting here and they're all leached on to me. My God. I didn't realize they were, this is months later and they're still there. Have they, I don't know, are they like. They move. They, they move around? They move around. They started on my shins. Are they draining my... anything from you? Like a leech would drain blood? Are they hmm. draining like your life force? Or... I have noticed myself to be a bit lightheaded. Are you eating a lot of soup now? Yes. Right. Yes. That's probably maybe they're sort of like draining the soup from you. Yes, well, I, I have a soup, uh, tomato and basil. I go down to the local cafe. I have more soup um, and they just won't get off me. Um, right, look, I'm going to ring the alien helpline now. Hopefully they won't you? They won't take 20 minutes. Um, hello? Hiya, Dave. How's it going? Oh, uh, yeah, you're listening to the show, were you? Yeah, yeah, I know. Long oh. time listener, long time listener. Oh, okay, great. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Christian. Christian, um, have you been listening to Amelia's story about these aliens that have uh, attached themselves to her skin and potentially leaching soup through her pores? Yeah, I took the call from... uh, Oh, the original call. The the, the original call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, you know, I'm always listening to your show, Dave, because, you know, we never really get any calls in to the alien helpline in Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of dead normally. It's just me there. Okay. So to get a call in that wasn't a prank call and to be honest I thought Amelia was 
absolutely full of uh, SHIT from the moment it started. I actually right. kind of, you know, I, I, I actually fobbed her off a couple of times. She had to call back a few times. I did, yeah. Yeah, because it just sounded so unbelievable. It's very crazy what she's describing, yeah. So, yeah, uh, essentially we've, we've been in touch with uh, our counterparts globally. We have, uh, you know, um, um, a big network of alien helplines, for example, in Nevada. In the states, uh, we've got people coming over as we speak uh, to spot. investigate this. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the main thing I'm curious about is what does this soup taste like? Because it sounds absolutely delicious. Can you tell us a bit about the soup? Of course, um, I would always garnish it with parsley, oregano, oh. coriander, salt, pepper, sun-dried tomatoes, mm. pesto, and that would just go into any soup I have. Uh, red pesto or green pesto? Red. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they the like roasted tomatoes before you roast the vegetables, and then do you blend it, or just to kind of have it kind of loose? I would boil them and then put them in the Nutribullet. Mm. Mm, nice. Sometimes I just drink it straight from the Nutribullet. Well, you can even see if it's boiling. You can see why the aliens would be right at home there. Yeah, this is a world first. Uh, you know, this is our first encounter with with aliens that is completely legitimate. Uh, what was this advice you gave to pour the soup on the aliens? Was that? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. good advice? Well, I was just so, you know, curious about, you know, every time you see f- films with aliens, because that's really all we have to go off. Yeah. It's, just, it's just people and, and, and like uh, literature about films. They seem to have a version to like water uh, or, or diseases or whatever. And mm. Amelia just wouldn't stop going on about this delicious sounding soup. Uh, so I just said, oh, well, you know, let's let's, let's put two two together. Let's right. pour it on them. Let's see what they think about it. And, um, so you, you actually brought up the idea of the soup initially. Yes. Uh, and he was like, yeah, just throw it on. I was on hold and I said, oh, I think my soup is boiling over. And uh, then he was immediately more interested in, in that rather than my horrific encounter with yeah. aliens. Do you put it in a, in a commuter cup or just out of the bowl? So Christian, it sounds like you're a bit more of a soup aficionado than you are an alien aficionado. Well, look, I, I know I, I wasn't born dreaming of working in a call centre. You know, that wasn't yeah, what yeah. I wanted. You know, I always wanted to be a chef. Right. And... Uh, also, you know, liquid is is the absolute best way to ingest to ingest food. So, is yeah, that true. I suppose it's um, easier to digest, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have any teeth, so it's it's better for me anyway. I've always yeah, enjoyed yeah. Uh, uh, liquid, but anyway, yeah, it's our first uh, alien encounter ever, and I think you know, technology wise, everything's going to change after this. And also, I'm just just wondering about this 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 Nutribullet. Like, did you, did you order that online or whatever? Because my ones always keep breaking. Maybe it's the ingredients I'm using. Yeah, well, it's actually it's not even the the proper Nutribullet. It's, it's kind other of brand. Like the, it's like a yeah, it's like a one from John's trying to be like the Nutribullet. But uh, sorry, what's your name again? Christian. 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 Can I just go back to the ad? Are you the only one working in the alien helpline? Yeah, it's just me. I hear you, you're you're living alone as well, aren't you? I am. No. Going back to the newspaper ad, you said if you, it, the ad said alien helpline 1-800-555-666. If you encounter an alien, call this number. Don't be worrying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No mention of soup. No mention of the soup fetish. It was, you know, utterly just, we want to help you if you see an alien. Yeah. And yeah. You it didn't help me in any way. You actually fed the aliens. Well, I fed them, but you told me. Well, now hang on, though, because he said to pour the soup on their heads and that that would send them back to their ship or whatever. Yeah, now, it sounds like try. he was talking through his hat because he doesn't <laughs> like, seem to know anything. Yeah, it couldn't hurt anything. to try. Yeah, couldn't couldn't hurt try. To try but, but you were the one that actually then fed them the soup, which, I don't know, that's on you. 
Well, it was kind of like their mouths were closed, but then as soon as I raised the scalding hot pot, they, they went. opened their mouths. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. Um, so ah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it sounds right. <laughs> So ah. I could see why why you did it, um, Amelia. I just I just don't think you can really blame Christian, who it sounds like is doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Even government if, funding, yeah. If oh, well, you're getting government funding. Yeah, we're, we're government funded. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like you could stand to learn a little bit more, other than from what you see in movies or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't know exactly where I could I could study. I mean, you know, we like I said, we 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 have our counterparts in Nevada. Uh, I, won't, I won't say where in Nevada. In fact, I shouldn't have even said Nevada. But anyway, we well, have they, them. And they probably have a bit more experience. Yeah, yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd hope so and, too. And super Bloody aliens, hell. you mean? Sorry. With, with uh, aliens? Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, why yeah. do you keep mentioning soup? We're not here to talk. This episode isn't about soup. It's about alien encounters, okay? I haven't had lunch. All right, stay on the line. Um, I'm going to want to talk to Ryan. Um, Ryan, you think you met an alien on the dart. Is that right? I did. Um, he was a nice chap. Um, well, I, was, I was getting the dart from uh, Dunleary yeah. into, uh, it was actually into Tara Street there. Got yeah. on, sat down, everything was normal. Um, so far, so good. So far, so good. I, I, like, and I usually take every dart journey in stages like that, you know, ticking the boxes. Didn't uh, miss it. Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket, get onto the, the platform. Train. Yeah. Walk onto the train, sit down, sit down yeah. don't encounter an alien. But today, I couldn't take that box. Right. Because guess what? You met an alien. Not yet. Uh, there was somebody else sitting across from me. There's a few more boxes to tick. Oh, right. Checked that the windows weren't open. Checked that nobody had their feet in the seats around me. Then, who should sit down next to me? Only some woman. Then. She got off? She got off. Then. Who got on only a little four foot child? Then who should get on only an alien? Now you say you think you met an alien. What do they look like, or why were you uncertain? Um, do you know, I'd thought loads over the years that if I ever did encounter an alien, that maybe they'd look like you know different to what you see in the films or whatever. But uh, this one looked very like your average alien. Have you ever seen the film Independence Day starring Will Smith and the other fella? Yes. Great one. Yeah, thanks. Now, they, the aliens in that remind me, they're quite uh, grotesque, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine a really gone-off octopus. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just kind of, like, slid onto the train. Cause, like, he, he could kind of stand up. He could kind of walk. Uh, he... he well, I felt bad, bad for him. He was a little bit too tall uh, for the train. But he kind of got in. Too uh, tall for the train, as in, yeah, oh, taller like, than the roof. Yeah, All oh, right, yeah, so this yeah. is he a big kinda, alien. Yeah, he kind of yeah. had to crouch down. Everybody's kind of feeling a bit bad for him. A yeah. bit like, you know, when you see an elderly person get on and somebody has to get up and give them yeah. the tea. Now, were people not, like, afraid? That sounds like a very scary... Oh, yeah, everybody was running around screaming. <laughs> but some <laughs> yeah. people were feeling bad, yeah, uh, yeah. myself included. <laughs> Most people were like trying really hard to get off the train. Yeah. But, were you uh, screaming? No. Oh yeah, yeah. A little, a little bit. bit. A yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. It was like between screams. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a bit tall for the train. Um, because yeah, like obviously he was about seven or eight foot at this yeah, stage. Yeah. Um, but uh, thankfully, when everybody tried to manically get off the train, they just kind of went to either side of the carriage, and he sat down, mm-hmm. uh, just across from me actually. Um. And I kind of felt bad for him then because, you know, he was just minding his own business, probably just trying to get to alien work, wherever aliens work. Somewhere in town, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably 
probably one of those cool bards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he kind of just slithered into his seat, uh, took out the newspaper and started reading it. Um, and uh, yeah, and he, like at this stage, you know, the alarm bells were going absolutely mental. People were screaming at me to get up. Uh, they were screaming at the driver to stop the train. Oh, so why were they screaming at you? I think they were fearing for my safety. Oh, because you were just sitting across from the Yeah, area. and he'd wrapped his tentacles around my head at this stage. Around your head? Yeah. What was he trying to do, do you I think? I think he was trying to communicate through me. You know the way that oh, they yeah. Independence Day? Some kind of psycho... Yeah, yeah, psycho? like something... What say? Telepathic. Okay, did, you, did he say that? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Something like that. I can't, I, I can't really... Well, no, actually... Uh, I can remember the episode in intense detail. Yeah. Because uh, uh, this happened earlier today? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the still tentacles... A little, still a little bit hoarse. Yeah, the tentacles wrapped around your head and your neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and was it was it talking through your voice Yeah, marks? yeah, it was okay. pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool I was able to do it. I yeah. asked him after, afterwards how he how did, did it. it and yeah. He was like, oh, tricks of the trade. Not so it said, it. we will end your... We will end your planet. But right. it, was, it wasn't my voice. It was kind of like a whisper. It was like, we will end your planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was kind of like, God, he could have been a bit more original. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my ride to work. Uh, but, you know, I got talking to him afterwards. He was a pretty nice guy. Just want to check, Amelia, this sounds like a larger version of what you described. Yes. I'm just wondering, is there any chance that the aliens that you have might be the offspring of this larger alien that was on the dart? Oh. Do you know, that actually does ring a bell because they were kind of saying like, Mama, Mama, Dada. And before they couldn't talk. Right. But then suddenly when they leached onto me, maybe they took some of my energy or something. Yeah. You know, and they, 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 they learned. could talk. So I kind of thought that maybe they were calling me you, Mama. Which would make Papa sense because they are like feeding off you. Exactly. Yeah. But maybe they were actually looking for their Mama or Papa. Right. And that actually makes a lot of sense because as soon as he stopped like, you know, speaking through me and talking about like, you know, Armageddon and world, yeah, yeah. the world and everything, he just kind of sat down and he turned to me and he was like, oh, kids. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. So. Started having like you know the gripe, you know, really relatable stuff. I know? think I think I've seen yeah what happens here is they've gone and lost their kids. Yeah, are understandably upset and maybe blaming, I don't know Amelia perhaps uh, for keeping them this long. Um, well, it's not my choice to keep them. They I can't get them. Yeah, well you could stop eating soup, you know. All right. Christian, what are we going to do? Uh, you're, you're the health line. You're the expert. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to stop these aliens from ripping our planet apart looking for their kids? Well, firstly, I just want to say to the callers that uh, I'm so sorry that you had those difficult experiences with the uh, uh, alien entities. And, uh, you know, I want to do everything in my power to, to write that. And I want to say to all the listeners out there as well, please do call in the helpline if you see any aliens. It's very important because I log all of those calls. And it helps secure the government funding for next year, which is very important well, hang on. for me. We're beyond that now. We've got a serious problem. What are we going to do? Well, do you know what? You better not mention soup. I was just going to mention soup. God, because it's, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for this. Do you know, Dave, anything can be soup. As long as it's a thick liquid and it's warm. Any food. Well, it doesn't even have to be warm. You can have gazpacho, which is sort of chilled. It's less fun, you know, but I mean, you know, you can have pizza soup, cake soup. You can have, you know, 
milkshake soup. Look, Christian, what we'll do here is since you're in love with soup, mm. I'll give you all of my soup ingredients, oh, all right? Wow. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to stop eating soup and I can't help but blame you for not helping me on that New Year's Eve cold night. That's fair. So you're going to take all my soup ingredients, I'm okay. going to find another food to live on and hopefully the child aliens will leech Sorry. off my body and I can then meet up with you and reunite on my soup. Well, Ryan, do you yeah. know where your uh, giant alien has gone? Uh, not too sure. Uh, where where did you get off? Or? I think... It was, he said he was working uh, in around like South William Street and around there. Okay. Uh, uh, so maybe a nice bar, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrier and Draper. Trend, yeah, like Berlin Bar. Well, I yeah. think that's closed I down. I think that's now. gone now. Yeah, yeah sorry. They had that issue during COVID with yeah, the party. Yeah. And uh, that was bold. You know what, though? I think it's a now like a, a Mexican fusion restaurant. Oh. Uh, yeah, worth checking out. Cool. It's new. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, like he got off at uh, Pierce Street, I think. Um, I was going to Connolly. You, you, oh, okay, it, yeah, it's yeah. not relevant <laughs> to the story, but I was on my way to work. No, I thought you said Tara Street earlier, but yeah, maybe no, I heard Tara. Sometimes I get out of Connolly because yeah, it's kind of halfway between. <laughs> it just makes sense yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you like to mix it up because yeah, you just like do the same thing every day. Yeah, it gets very boring, it, you know. Um, yeah. And I was uh, like, I just thought I'd need a little bit of exercise. Uh, walk off the fact that I'd just been manhandled by an alien. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's why I, I went to Connolly. And yeah. It made sense. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I would have thought that when you called, just uh, coming in on Amelia's um, uh, query there, I would have thought that, you know, that Christian, you know, if, if he was working for the alien helpline looking for government funding mm-hmm. and somebody had just been accosted on the dart yeah. uh, and, you know, an entire train carriage had flooded him with phone calls this morning, as I understand, mm-hmm. uh, because you do have ads plastered all over the train, remember, uh, that you would actually do something about that uh, or mobilize the army or something because, it, like, he was a nice guy, but it is a bit worrying. Do you have uh, the power to mobilise the army, Christian? Yeah. I know area. you're government funded, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and Area 51. You didn't hear from me, and this is just... This is a secret now, but, like, Area 51 is chock full of aliens. Right. This is in, this is in America now. Yeah, yeah, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I heard that they only have aliens working there. There's no yeah. actual humans there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fully, you know, inclusive, and, you know, it's, it's a diverse hiring policy. It's That's fantastic, nice. really, yeah. And right, so what you know, can you do now, then? Well, I'm going to blend together all these ideas, you know, stick it in an idea pot and really just turn up the heat uh, in, in terms of our of our funding. And make a soup. Absolutely delicious. Okay, <laughs> okay well, look, we, we know what the problem is. We've got your, the baby aliens. We know that the, the, the dad or mother is uh, working somewhere in South William Street. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's over to you three to save humanity. Do you think you guys can handle that? Because I have to get on with the rest of the show. Um, I don't feel super confident. Neither to be do I. Neither do where, I. Where, I have a lot on. Where are you working, Ryan? Uh, I just work in, um, there's like a, a little noodle bar there yeah. on uh, Tara Street. Oh, near Tara Street Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do um, ramen. They do. Oh. We could type, get a bowl of ramen. Of and, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. We could get a bowl of ramen and, and watch Independence Day again and maybe form a plan. What do you think, guys? I'd be well up for that. Yes. Now, I won't be able to eat the, the ramen soup. I don't think you should. Yeah. No, no, I you could have some bread or yeah. something dry, yeah. I think. Very I dry. Have the dry noodles. If you want to take yours out of your bowl, I'll eat them. Well, that might be a bit... A I don't know. Man. That's still coming from a soup. From a soup. I, I would yeah. go fully Raw dry. Noodles. 
Yeah, noodles yeah. are a bit too solid for me, so you can have my noodles. Yeah, right. yeah you can have raw noodles or bread or you just uh, have a glass of water. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of yeah. like a soup without ingredients. H two O soup. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd avoid water for a, as long as you can. I do feel like I need something starchy though, because these aliens have been sucking the life out of me yeah. for the last three months. Bread and soup. Uh, may I emphasize, I'm ninety eight. I don't know if you've forgotten about that. So, um, no, I haven't left the house in a while. Your sodium levels are probably through the roof. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the, the, maybe the aliens are, are draining it. Well, listen, we're getting off the point. Um, I wish you all the best of luck. Obviously, all of our futures hanging in the balance. So, um, yeah, good luck and Godspeed. And uh, maybe phone back in next week if we're still alive and, and let us know how you got on. Absolutely. Great. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks. Thank you all Thanks. for phoning it in. As I'm sure you know, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another podcast you should definitely check out. Hello, I'm Joe Rooney. And I'm Patrick McDonald. And we have a show called Talking Ted, which is a show about the memories, stories and insights into what has made Father Ted the egg sandwich of Irish TV shows. Yeah, we'll be talking through all the episodes and interviewing people who are on the show. And uh, reminiscing. I think we'll reminisce quite a lot. There's a lot of reminiscing. I remember that time, but not so much this time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember back in the old days, we used to reminisce a lot as well. You can find Talking Ted on the platform that you're listening to now, because we are a podcast just like this podcast. So don't forget to uh, look us up. It's absolutely brilliant, and it's out now. So listen. If you would like to support the show, uh, check out Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll not only help me to continue making more episodes of this show, you'll also get a heap of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which will be released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. My special guest joining me in the studio today is the first person ever to be successfully frozen and reanimated 30 years later. Please welcome to the show, Norman Pearson. Hi. Norman, how you doing? Real good. Real good, Dave. Norman, you took the decision to be frozen using highly experimental techniques back in 1992 when you were just 35 years old. What, what made you decide to, to make that transition? Well, Dave, I will tell you right now. Please do. Why I decided to make that transition. I had lived my life since the year 1957. Mm-hmm. I'd seen a lot of things, um, and I just I saw the way the world was going. Technology was developing. The internet had kind of just started, and then I read in a magazine somewhere, freeze yourself for 30 years, and then you'll know what the world is like in 30 years' time, and you'll be the same age as you are now. Yes. So and you- I said, that sounds good to me. That sounds good to me because in 1992, I must confess, I had no friends. Right. I had no job. I had no life. I had no money. Yeah. Even though this procedure was incredibly expensive, I went to untold lengths to save up all that money. And then I froze myself. And here I am today talking to you. Minus 30 years of my life, really. I don't know. You're something of uh, an experimental wonder. Have Have people... How have people reacted to you being back in the world? Well, um, when I froze myself in 1992, um, had great personal cast, I said to myself, wow, when I wake up, people are going to be really interested in what I have to say and the insight that I have to give. But 
to tell you the truth, I've woken up and I've kind of come to the realization that 30 years isn't really a long enough time for you to have anything of interest to say to anyone. Right, because I, like, I remember 1992. Loads of people can remember <laughs> yeah. 1992. Yeah. So, you know, anybody over the age of, you know, 50 really has no interest in yeah. anything I have to, to say. I mean, I'm, I'm walking up to people and going, hey, Walkmans were a thing. Yeah. Okay? Walkmans. And then they say, like... Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. I had one. And yeah. I, I said to myself, like, wow, I really should have frozen myself for maybe 20, 300 years. years. 300 years. That would, that would have been good. Yeah, that would yeah. have been good. Although, you know, you never know what sort of a world you're going to going to wake up to. That's true, or all. if at all, yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, you might have just got in just in time. Um, yeah, if this you know is what it. Mean. Um, so it's been a bit of a waste of money, you might say. Um, well, it's been a, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it has. Well, look, um, I want to talk to some other people who've, who are close to you. Um, your son, Graham, is on the line. Um, he was 10. Oh, shit. He was 10 when you were frozen. So he's now five years older than you. Um, right. Graham, what's it like having your dad back in the world? Uh, howdy. Uh, uh, Mr. Dave, thanks so much for having me on the call. Um, hi, Dad, by the way. How are you? Uh, hi, Graham. Um, I'm, I'm good. Really? So, sorry, yeah. you, you guys haven't spoken since uh, your dad was reanimated? Nope. Well, okay. for me, it's been about a fortnight, really, because uh, I spoke to Ryan, told him that I hated him. Graham. You said Graham. <laughs> I spoke to Graham, told him that I hated him, never wanted to see him again, and then about two hours later, got myself frozen. frozen. So, yeah. for you, it's been two weeks. For him, it's yeah. been, uh, what was it, 30 years? 30? Yeah, about that, yeah, yeah 30 yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, long old time. I don't blame you for forgetting my name after all that time. Well, you see, I do because it's only been two weeks for him. It's been a longer time for you, obviously. Wow, Dave, I did not realize that. I, I am even more pissed off now, Dad. Yeah. What the heck? I couldn't even remember your name when you were alive. You were so pathetic. What's, Five his, what's his name? Have you ever had Jim? No, it's Graham. No, Graham, sorry. Uh, well, no, I'm not sorry. Have you ever had a five-year-old? They're, they're pretty useless. Mm. Pretty useless. What do you like now? Any any good at being fun? Well, he was 10 when he was frozen. 10. All oh, right. 40? <laughs> what are you now? 40? He's 40 now, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're older than me. Yeah. We've already established that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How does it feel to have a son now that's older than you? <sighs> Pretty annoying. Uh, just just as annoying as it was when, when it was 1992 and he was only five. Okay, you sound like a terrible father. He was 10 in 1992. Terrible or realistic. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, no, ter- terrible, Dave. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a terrible guy. What was he like as a father before he was frozen? Uh, pretty warm, pretty kind. Oh, really? That's yeah. surprising. Yeah, yeah. Because well, he's really talking shit on you. Yeah, I yeah, know. I mean, he, he never remembered my name, never. Yeah. Well, but just, just in his body, he was very warm. Oh, physically, physically. There was a lot of heat coming yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? Well, I was alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> alive people tend to generate yeah, a certain yeah. level of of, yeah. of heat. Yeah, this is it. Body heat. Um, I want to bring on uh, your wife, Mary, who's now sixty-two. Um, how are you finding it having uh, Norman back in the world? I've forgotten all about Norman. I've moved on. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you are technically still so married. What? Well, I've moved on. We'd still be married to him. We haven't. Signed those documents yet? Yeah. So, have you? When you say you've moved on, have you moved on to another relationship? Another lover. Okay. And his name is Frankie Duvan. 
Frankie Devine. Frankie Devine. And man, oh man, was I wasting my life away with Norman. You say the name Frankie Devine like maybe that's somebody I should have heard of before? You haven't? No, I don't. Who's Frankie Devine? Sounds like a made up name to me. Well, hey. Hang on, you've had your say. Sorry. Frankie Devine is a man about town. Uh, he would ride a horse everywhere and he owns the diner okay. called Frankie's. Okay, so I wouldn't necessarily have heard of him. I don't know if you've been at my hometown. No, where are you from? Texas. Texas? Okay. That's a big town. Yeah, Texas, Texas. West uh, Texas. West Texas, okay. And the, the, the town is in West Texas. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's where Frankie's is. That's Frankie's. Okay, how did you meet Frankie Duvine? Well, I'll be at Frankie's having my... Oh, at his restaurant, yeah. Yeah, a cup of mocha every morning. Me and Norman used to go. That was our thing. We get two fried eggs and a sausage every Saturday morning. Mm. And then when Norman left my life uh, to become an ice cube, um, <laughs> you know, I, I kept on going. And then Frankie, you know, he'd close up shop and I'd still be there. Uh, it'd be quite late, so I'd, you know, had breakfast, lunch, dinner, dinner. there. Was that and out of a kind of just like... I had a massive crush on Oh, Frankie. I was going to say because you missed your husband. No, you were trying to meet Frankie. Maybe for a day or two. Yeah. I was a bit upset and then I would cry at the table. But then I thought, man, oh man, that Frankie Devine. Frankie Devine. He does sound like he has something about him. He's got like a sparkle in yeah. his eye. Constantly, right? He sounds great. Great, he's, he's amazing. I, 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 I love him too. Is mom, he like the father you never had? Oh, fa- fa- amazing! Yeah, I mean, mom was gone for weeks. Like she said, she was there breakfast, breakfast, lunch, dinner every day, seven days uh-huh. a week. Yeah, I, I had two absentee parents, but you know, I, I got on just fine. But, yeah. but Frankie Devine, when he Frankie is, Devine walked in that door, Graham ran up to him like you know, he was, was the his father, father mm-hmm. all along, like his, his real father. And they go out, you know, into the park and. Does he play. take you fishing? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was Frankie's idea for Dad to get frozen. He, he was the one who suggested it. Oh, really? right. So you were in Frankie's one day having breakfast, and he. It all makes sense now. He suggested that you should. He gave you the article that said, "Here, well, you come and get yourself frozen." I went to the toilet, and there was an envelope on top of the toilet. Yeah, and it was. It had my name written on it. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. I just had an argument with Andrew. And, and who? Uh, him. Graham? Graham. Graham. Yeah. Whatever. I just had an argument. Wow. He wasn't finishing his soup. And I said, finish your soup. And he yeah. said, no. I, said, no. I hate soup. It's yeah. the worst food ever. And I said, I hate you. I hate you as a person and as a child and as That's a son. Third. harsh. Then I said, I got to go to the toilet. And I went to the toilet. There was an envelope in the toilet with my name on it. I opened it and said, hey, Norman, you should get yourself frozen. And I said, wow. Life-changing. You know those life-changing moments that yes. you have? Thunderbolts. Yeah. yeah. And, and it said, there's a guy up the road with a lorry or a truck, whatever they call it. And <laughs> it said, he will freeze you right now. And I went back into that diner, back into that diner. And I said, Frankie, there's my boy. And I said to the boy, fuck you. I'm going to get frozen. Okay, you might see me in 30 years time or hear my voice on a phone in show or some shit. And then I went up to the band with the Larry and I said, hello, (laughs) my name is Norman. Will you freeze me? And thankfully he said, yes, I will. And I went into the back of the Larry and then two weeks ago I woke up and here I was. Wow. Wow. And that is the story of me getting frozen. Um, So if I'm hearing this right, Mary, 
it sounds like Frankie wanted to get uh, Norman out of the way so maybe he could, you know. He's a cool guy. Move in with you is what I'm saying. Like, this seems a bit premeditated. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Frankie's very educated. He reads a lot of books, magazines. So he was always forward thinking. So yeah. he always wanted to give that gift of knowledge to other people. Um, so yeah. That's a generous I mean, reading of what happened. Though. Norman was in that toilet for a long time. And suggesting maybe... <laughs> Sorry? What are you suggesting for that? Just that me and Frankie had a long chat about the frozen thing. Oh, and okay. I said, well, that actually sounds like a good idea. Right. I agreed with Frankie. Yeah. And no, but what I'm saying is, do you think he maybe manipulated? Absolutely. Okay, but you're okay with that? I'm fine with that. Okay. Because you're happy now. Norman was a bad person. It sounds like a bad person. Bad no person. offense, Norman. It's we, true. We <laughs> slept together on our wedding night and then nothing ever after that. Okay. We slept on the couch. Right. What's your oh. name again? Mary. Oh, Mary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. as as Mary said, we uh, consummated the the relationship um, and then I, I slept on the couch from then on. Uh, yeah, job done. Uh, and I like sleeping on the couch because then I get to watch TV. Yeah, well, all that night. Makes sense. And obviously, you were blessed with Graham. Um, Bless my little boy. Look at him there. I don't know if you can. see I can't him. see him now. No, because we're all on the phone. But he, he's a lovely little guy. <laughs> he sounds like I'm, a lovely I'm, little guy. You should be very proud of him. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm forty day, but I'm I'm. I'm only four foot, so, but yeah. He's still my little boy, and Norman was a lousy father. And I didn't want Graham to turn up, you know, turn out like him. Of course. I want him to turn out like Frankie Frankie Devine. Devine. Well, look, we've heard it. We've had enough chat now. Let's hear from Frankie Devine. Um, Frankie, was this all your master plan? Oh, Dave, it's so good to see you, my son, my friend. Okay, well, I can't see you, but uh, it's good to hear your voice, Frankie. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I see your voice, and I hear your voice, and I can see your face, you know, your your long, blonde hair on your yeah. green suit. Yeah. How'd you do that? That's oh, crazy. I can, I, can, I can see through voices. It's, it's, that is an amazing it's talent. My gift. You need to come down to Frankie's sometime. Have some of my divine grits and Tex-Mex. Out in West Texas? Oh, yeah, yeah. In Texas, West Texas, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, the Texas. town is called Texas in West, in Texas, West Texas, in the state, state of, Texas. of Texas. Sorry, I didn't get that earlier. Okay, great. And um, So this was all part of your plan. You uh, sort of tricked, I guess, Norman into freezing himself so you could move in with Mary and, and fa- be father to Graham, the father that he never had. <laughs> oh, I admit it, Dave. It was all me. And, and the good lady. And Graham, too. We yeah. cooked it all up. I hand wrote the, the, the note and then I put it in, in the, yeah, I, I, I gave him the, the absolute thickest Tex-Mex ever. It really does a number on your bowels. He was in that toilet ah, for hours. So you needed him to be in there for a long time a long so he could time. kind of so mull, mull it over, keep re- it reading over. it. In the meantime, I'm, I'm, I'm hollering to the, to the, to the, 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 uh, the, the, the ass truck down the road, that, that long haul food uh, transportation freezer device vehicle. I'll say, that's a, hold on right there, hold on right there. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. <laughs> one more piece of meat you want frozen? One more piece of meat. You just hold on right there. And I said, I said, Graham, you hold, you watch the door. I said, my darling, I said, you finish up that breakfast, lunch, and dinner because we're nearly home. <laughs> wow, Frankie, it's great to talk to you. I have to say, you've just got this energy, this kind of like positivity, and it really like comes down the, the phone line. I'm hearing it hey! in my ears. You're like the polar opposite. 
to Norman. He's just a real down, downer buzz. Although, you know what, Dave? Uh, I hate my family, but I gotta say. You like I this love, guy? I love that guy, Frankie. It's Devine. hard not Frankie, to like him. Frankie, I have not heard your voice in a whole fortnight. Yeah. And my God, that's been a lonely two weeks, I tell you. A lonely, lonely two weeks that I haven't had the pleasure of hearing the dulcet tones and roars of Frankie Devine. That's my Frankie. Frankie, have you ever thought about going into like the media? I could I could see you like hosting a reality show or You should watch my reality show. It's called Divines. Oh, okay. Out of Frankie. We always set the cameras there. So uh, what's just following your life? Just, and... just following my life. Yeah, we we cook up some drama, you know what I mean. But 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 the, the wife is an amazing actress. Keeping also, up with the divines. Keeping up with the divines. <laughs> so much drama. It's it's okay. It's I can't wait to watch. Is that why when I woke up from being frozen, there were cameras everywhere? Everywhere. Oh, okay, because oh, Norman's part of the storyline now. Him him kind of being reintroduced to the family. Long form storytelling. Yes, that's, that's why a lot of people form. have actually come up to me in the street and been like, "Hey, you from that divines TV show?" Now it explains loads. Right. Uh, I was the frozen guy in the truck in yeah, the Devans yeah, yeah. TV show. I want to ask a though, lot of fresh content. Yeah, I want to ask about this truck because when I heard about this experimental technique that froze you for for thirty years, I assumed it was a bit more high tech than like the back of a freezer truck. Uh, no, no, I, I was, was just, just yeah, I was just in with the carcasses. literally frozen. Yeah, for thirty yeah. years. Yeah, uh, mm. I just kind of went into the back of it and. Uh, the guy just said, you just go as far down that truck as you can. Yeah. Don't ever come out again. Right. Uh, and maybe you'll survive. So it was kind of like a, almost like a deep hi- hibernation sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it was an experiment. Well, yeah. Nobody uh, had done it before. N- why would they? It'd be yeah. crazy to. Yeah. And were you worried, Frankie, at all that he might just die? That was the plan, uh- <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, dude. Right, He's dude. a trickster. He's a trickster, that guy, Frankie. My, oh, my Frankie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm a goddamn son bitch. Yeah. And I saw, the, damn, I, I, that ass truck was it was in the in the landfill. It was, it was dumped up, rusted over, yeah. completely thawed. And and doesn't that son of a bitch just crawl out of there? <laughs> you should have come down and said hello, Frankie. We could have caught up like old times two well, weeks ago. Look, there still is time. You know, you come back to West Texas, to Texas, West Texas, and Texas, and be part of the show. You know, maybe come back into their lives a little bit. Maybe be the father that you weren't before to Graham. Oh, no, there's no, no chance of that. I hate no him. No interest. I hate him. And you're happy him. to see Mary move on and be with Frankie? Uh, yeah, to a degree, just because, uh, well, I, I don't have to put up with her anymore, and more her shouting the nonsense. I can hear her indignance over the phone. Norman, I never shouted at you. You always shout. That's all you do. You, you don't never talk normally. Well, you are lady, shouting now. I wouldn't have to shout if you weren't such a lousy father to poor old Graham. Fair. Graham? Fair. Who's Graham? Your son. Oh, yeah. My God, Norman. Your 40-year-old son. You just have not changed since you came out of that little ice cube. Well, it's just me. It's the same guy, okay? Yeah, I mean, uh, for him, it's only been two weeks. I know it's 30 years for you. Guess your little plan backfired, huh? Well, I thought well, you would really. grew a brain since then, you little nimwit. Okay, oh, let's, that's harsh. That is harsh. Let's harsh. keep it friendly. I may, may have been frozen for Sorry, 30 years, Frankie but I still... for my bad language. God, no problem, no problem at all. I may have been oh, frozen for 30 heart. years, but I still have feelings. Um, Frankie, is there any kind of, I don't know, is there anything you can do for Norman? Like, can you give him a job or help him get his life back together? Because he's lost his family. He's obviously spent all this money. Actually, where did the money go? You paid a fortune for this. Yes, I did. Did that just go to the truck driver? Yeah, I just gave him all my money. Cash hand, Dave, cash (laughs) hand. It seemed like a really good idea. In fairness, he was kind of 
going along with what could have been murder, a murder plot. Oh, completely. He had no idea at all. I was just calling out the door and my dad was saying, hold on, hold on. I got some <laughs> crazy little bitch. He's going to walk up in there. He's going to give you a whole lot of money. You just take that money and just do whatever you like with it, son. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. I guess in order to trick you, it had to be, it had to seem plausible. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really, really, really convincing because yeah. Frankie, he's a guy who thinks things through. Yeah. He, well, he, he ain't no mouse. Yeah. He, he made sure your stomach was. Yeah, he made sure that way. I had to go to the toilet for ages. Yeah. He wrote a letter and put it in an envelope mm. with my name, name on, on it. Of course. With my name How on would it. you not How did it? he know? How did he know my name? When Frankie <laughs> asks you to do something, you just do it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about yeah. very, him. Very persuasive. Very persuasive. So sorry, back to my original question. Is there, can you help him get his life back on track? You sound like the kind of guy who's just going to make things happen for people, you know? <gasps> what? Thank you, Dave. Stuff. I can say the same thing about you. Wow. And also, we got a little bit of a, 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 a something for you to sign because you're going to be in uh, episode seven of uh, season six, Dave. Oh, great. So we got a little bit of, uh, yeah, yeah, the NDA for you to sign. Yeah, no problem. Of. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So, yeah, he's he's in the cast now. He's he's fully in the cast. He's, okay. he's in the new season because, you know yes. what? This storyline is, is too hot not to, not to catch a hold of like a rattlesnake in the deep desert of West Texas. <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years to be hot again. I'll we tell you that. We're going to wrestle the storyline down and it's going to bite at us, but we're going to bite back. Yeah. Isn't that right? Going to be a couple of rattlesnakes in there. Okay, I love this storyline. You know, and we've the ex- got a new couch for you, Norman. You can sleep on there. It's not as uh, lumpy as the old couch. Great, but never talk to me again. I only communicate through Frank now. You and the other one, I don't want to talk to you. This okay. is great because this is grist for the mail, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's all it's all scripted, but but yeah, absolutely. You're never going to talk to whatever. Wait, hang on. Is this all scripted? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we're in the we're show. We're always now. being watched, Dave. So, have you just all used my phone-in show to as a vehicle to reintroduce this character to your show? You got it. But what? You, we're all in the why same did room you bring right me now. In on us? Well, that, that's my line. Sorry. We're all in the same room right now. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're in sorry. It now, Dave. Welcome to the family. Well, why didn't you tell me in advance? I would have gone along if I'd have known. You, you can't tell tr- me in advance. Can't trust anybody apart from Frankie Devan. We yeah. wanted your beautiful, genuine reaction. Okay, well you and got boy, us. Did you you got nail us. it. Yeah. How about that, Thanks, Frankie? Guys, thank you. Maybe I could. I don't know. I could be a regular on the show. I know you have to. You'll have to find out, Dave. Oh, Seven okay. Eastern on the awful channel. The awful channel, as in like. Uh, just, just guts. Off, yeah, yeah. Off, <laughs> awful. <laughs> Buffalo, awful channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dave, you can be in the show. I hear, I hear there's a guy up the road uh, with an ice truck. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Go get yourself frozen. Uh, and then we'll put cameras in there for thirty years. Uh, I'm not stupid enough to fall for it. Oh, for that old trick. Damn. Not like you. Damn. Let's ring the next radio show and see if they'll freeze themselves. <laughs> Oh, you giving us the theme tune there? Keeping up with the divines. Wow. Why don't you keep up with the divines? Boom. Great. It's pretty catchy. And that's on the Buffalo Awful channel. That, that's right. Seven Central. Seven Central. Okay, great. Um, I'm afraid we're out of time for this show. Your show will obviously keep on going. But we're out of time for this show. I want to thank all of my callers today. But I especially want to thank Niall Cutler, Malachi McKeever, and Laura O'Leary. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I'll start with you. Oh, thanks. Thanks very much. Uh, I started working with a, a YouTube channel, a board gaming YouTube channel called No Rolls Barred. And they do, they do like playthroughs and reviews and kind of like starter lists where you want to get your board game collection together. Cool. Uh, and it's, yeah, really fun. No Rolls Barred on YouTube. It's really good crack. Great. 
And so you play the games in in the videos on YouTube? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an on screen person. You're, you're behind, 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 behind the scenes. scenes. Okay, yeah. great. We'll definitely check that out. Mm. Laura, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, some phoning it in regulars and me will be doing some improv. Um, on Tuesday in Chaplin's Bar, it's um called the Bang Bang Comedy Improv Night. Correct. And Tiny are going to be performing. Absolutely. For the first time in a long yeah. time. So yeah, this episode excited. will be going out probably two weeks <laughs> after well, that show. <laughs> If you can wear it, that's I hope you had a great time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully you did come to that show and retroactively uh, thank you for coming and I hope you enjoyed it and hopefully there'll be more yes. bang bang comedy improv nights in the exactly. future. Exactly. Yeah. I look forward to, to seeing you. Yeah, see you there. Uh, Maliki. Uh just our comedy channel on YouTube, Linscrack. Oh yeah, Linscrack, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, apart from that, nothing to promote. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, I'll have something to promote. Well, but then it'll be, but then it'll be too late. Oh yeah. No, you just send me a little voice note, and I'll yeah, drop yeah. it in at the end. Somebody will have asked me to perform in something by the time this comes out. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you to the Head Stuff Podcast Network for having us, and to Bobby Ahern for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.